Welcome to this podcast of ING Belgium in which we discuss an important economic event. This week we talk about the impact of the corona crisis on the tourism sector and focus on Spain. My name is Steven Tripstein and I'm an economist at the bank. The corona crisis affects the entire economy, but some sectors have been hit harder than others. And the tourism sector is a sector that has been strongly affected. It is also relatively labor-intensive and so a lot of people are directly disadvantaged. The tourism and travel sector accounts for an important part of economic activity in some European countries. In Greece and Portugal, the sector accounts for about one-fifth of economic activity. No wonder that containment measures and border closures have a major impact on these economies. In this podcast, we zoom in on Spain, as the figures for that country are the most up-to-date. In Spain, the sector accounts for about 15% of economic activity. The July figures for the number of overnight stays by foreigners in Spain are shocking. After the strict lockdown, Spain opened its borders at the end of June, just like other European countries. But due to the uncertainty and fear of infection, the same number of tourists as last year could never be reached. Last year, there were about 28 million overnight stays in July. This year, there were only about 4 million. Major Spanish tourist attractions, therefore, have only a fraction of the number of tourists they normally receive. For example, in July 2019, there were nearly 2 million overnight stays for foreigners in Barcelona. In July 2020, there were only 165,000, a decrease of no less than 91%. However, due to the increase in the number of infections since mid-July, the rules regarding foreign tourists have already been tightened. At the end of July, for example, the United Kingdom decided that British tourists travelling to Spain had to be quarantined for 14 days. This decision was a blow for the Spanish tourism industry, as Spain is the most popular destination for British tourists. After the first wave, in which Spain was hit particularly hard, the second wave is also fierce. Some suggest that social norms, such as physical contact and the cohabitation of larger families with different generations, may explain the second wave in Spain. However, this does not seem likely for us. In Italy, similar social norms are dominant, and yet the second wave is milder. There are, however, a number of other explanations for the fact that the pandemic gained momentum in Spain during the second wave. First of all, the Spanish lockdown was very strict and sociologists think that many Spaniards now want to make up for the lost time. The decentralized political system also makes it more difficult to develop a common national strategy. The presence of seasonal workers in the agricultural sector following the ripening of different crops throughout the country and living close together probably also contributed to the spread of the virus after the strict lockdown. Therefore, the recent rapid spread of the virus does not bode well for the Spanish economy and the tourism sector in particular. The Spanish economy contracted in the second quarter by 18.5% quarter-on-quarter, the most negative figure of all Eurozone countries. Chances are, therefore, that the fierce second wave will make the Spanish GDP growth rate of the third quarter once again the worst of the Eurozone. So, that was this week's podcast. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Oh.